0: Ramsey Solutions, this is The Ramsey Show. It's where we help you, America, help you win in your life, specifically with your money, your relationships, and your work. The phone number is 888-825-5225. It's a free call. 888-825-5225. 888 I'm Ken Coleman. John Deloney joins me this hour. And we've got uh, the good doctor is in here. So this is your mental health and relationship uh, expert. And then I'm in the workspace here at Ramsey. So we don't have a money personality on, but that doesn't mean we aren't going to take money calls. Because we are. We're going to take your money calls, your work-related calls, and then mental health. By the way, they all work together. John and I were talking about this the other day, uh, about how if your work life is sucking you're going to drag that home with you and if your home life is on fire you're bringing that to the office so all the calls money relationships work mental health today we want to help you You ready to go yeah and And, by the way if your money's not going well
1: there's no way you can be well
0: that's correct no matter what you're doing
1: if you're driving to work
0: and you don't know if you have the money to put gas in your car your work day is not gonna be great that's true it all works together man absolutely right so let's start it off with barbara in reno nevada they tell me not nevada Barbara, how can we help? Uh, Hi, Ken. Hi, Dr. John. How Um, are you? Thank
2: you for guys?
0: Good. We're having fun. What's going on with you today?
2: Um, Well, first, I just want to appreciate you saying Nevada right.
0: (laughs) I got to tell you, I said it wrong enough to finally get it right. It's Nevada. Even though I want to say Nevada, it's Nevada.
2: (laughs) Awesome. So the reason I'm calling in is because um, I have committed plenty of – financial infidelity, trying to help my father who's disabled. Um, He has little to no income Mm. and um, it's becoming a problem obviously in my marriage because we're now in beef step two. We're wanting to, you know, knock all this debt out, but at the same time, feel kind of emotionally tied, like wanting to help my father, but like wanting to stay faithful to my, you know, my finances.
0: So what has happened up to this point? Give give the good doctor here uh, a bit of a sample of what financial infidelity has looked like up to this moment.
2: So my father's come to me for loans. Um, and, you know, not we're not talking like big numbers, like thousands of dollars or anything like that, but, you know, maybe in like the hundreds range. Um, but like we're, my husband and I are kind of like, Low income, mm-hmm. so it's it's a big deal when we loan out, you know, a couple hundred dollars. What's or your whatever. combined income? Um, right now, uh, it's we're a one-income household, and um, How we're come? shy of thirty-nine thousand.
1: Why are you a one-income um, household?
2: Um, so I'm a stay-at-home mom right now, but um, I just uh, I got I had a work injury, and so um, I've been kind of stuck at home. You know.
1: What kind of work um, injury?
2: So I hurt my back okay. at work. Um, can, can you get a
1: job working from home?
2: Uh, I was I'm looking into it, but um the main thing is that like with my dad it's kind of become a little bit of like I don't I don't know if emotional manipulation has become kind of like a strong
1: Nope I don't uh, know if that's listen, a Listen, I just want to stop right there. A hundred percent of this is on you.
2: Yes. Okay? I agree.
1: So what your dad is doing, what he knows to do, which is to ask you for money and he gets it from you.
3: Right.
1: And so if you cut that off or if you say, Hey dad, it's not a good time. He's going to use whatever tactics he knows. And if he was on the phone, I would say, stop doing that. But the fact that he gets an exchange, money comes from your account to him. He he plays no part in that. You give it to him for whatever reason. Okay. So whether he's manipulating you, being mean, talk, whatever, you are handing him the money. And at the same time, you're choosing to lie to your husband about it. You're absolutely right. So I and want you to take actually, full okay. ownership of this. Same ownership is, and the reason Ken's asking you about what does this look like, and I'm asking you about working from home, is it's real easy to get into this, well, I can't do this, and I can't do this, but I have to do this. Mm-hmm. And I just think there's a big box of bull crap to most all of that. Yeah. You mm-hmm. can get a work-from-home job. Millions and millions and millions of people have done it.
0: Yeah. In fact, her answer to your question, you asked her point blank, can you? And you said, Barbara, we're not picking on you, but your response was, well, I'm looking into that. When the answer was yes or no. And the answer is yes, unless the kids are eating up all of your time, but you worked prior to the back injury. So the question becomes now, how long before the back is healed? When does the doctor say you can now resume whatever your previous duties were? The point we're asking here is, is you've got to make some changes. Number one, we need more income. At this point, in Reno, Nevada, in 2023, with you have the ability to work at home or in the office, your choice, there's no way you guys should be making thirty-nine thousand gross. That's a separate issue from you giving your dad money. But either way, we've got to make some really clear changes in
1: our life. And it's also easy to get buried by shame. You do one you, you don't tell the truth one time, and then that's piles onto this and it piles onto that. And so what I want you to do is to begin to think of yourself, imagining yourself standing up on your own two feet and saying, I'm taking control of all of this. Now, have you, has your husband asked you point blank, where's all this money? And you're like, I don't know. And you, you've lied to him, or you, have you just done this thing quietly?
2: So, um, I, I, my husband and I started talking about it a few months ago, maybe more than that, because um, obviously, like, things started to get tight and it was like, oh, well, how come we can't, you know? afford that and and then, you know, I had to kind of complain about it. And so now we're kind of on you know, I've told them like I'm gonna put my foot down cause you're absolutely right. um, I the onus is on me, like I'm the one that needs to have the backbone to be like, you know, I'm sorry, Dad, I can't, and that's true because we don't we don't have the money. but I do agree with you guys. I definitely need to um get us, you know, uh, job from home. Um, I'm not opposed to that at all. Um, so he, to answer your question, my husband is aware. He's he, you know, we've I've made we've made an agreement together that I'm not going to fall back on that. I'm not going to you know feel um, uh, what's the word? Like I I'm not going to do that anymore. Barbara, Just, one yeah. of the
0: things that you guys probably should do is a budget. If you guys done a, a an every dollar budget using our world-class app, or the point is a zero-based budget where we're going to spend every dollar on paper, because this is an extra layer of accountability. If you're both communicating on the budget, then the agreement that you just made or you mentioned has more teeth. Have you guys done this?
2: Um, Yes, so we have a budget. Um, We actually need to um, plug back into the dollar, every dollar app. Yeah,
0: because there's not a line item for dad anymore.
2: Right, or if there is. or if like, there is, is we're going to send right him 50 point. bucks a month
1: yeah. and that's what we've agreed on I, if my dad was disabled and, and could not eat without support I would have a hard time not helping okay yeah, of but I would have to sit down and be honest with my wife about it and not lie and hide about it and maybe I can't send him 500 bucks like I want to but I can do 50 and I would recommend you and your husband getting on a phone call with dad so you're both on the same page and say dad we've done a budget we can no longer afford to support you We can do this, or we can't do anything, and that's the way it's going to be moving forward. So you're both on the same page. Dad can't pull anybody's heartstrings, and then y'all can get lined up and go forward together. But you got to get a job ASAP. Thanks
0: for the call, Barbara. Don't move, folks. More of your calls coming up. This is The Ramsey Show.
4: So here's a quick math refresher. There are only 24 hours in a day, so your business needs to streamline tasks that are time suckers, and focus on activities that make money. So to reduce headaches as they scale, smart businesses use NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. NetSuite helps you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform. So join the more than 37,000 smart businesses like Ramsey Solutions that have done the math and graduated to NetSuite. And right now, you can download NetSuite's KPI checklist absolutely free at netsuite.com slash Ramsey. That's netsuite.com slash Ramsey.
0: Welcome back to the Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by Dr. John Deloney. We are here for you this hour. The phone number to jump in is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Let's go to Omaha, Nebraska now where Jack awaits. Jack? How can we help?
5: Hi. So I'm 19 and a couple months ago I had gotten back from vacation with a family and my car, well my previous car was a Ford fusion 2017 I'd bought it for $15,000. I took out a loan, probably not the best idea. Uh, And within a couple months I had the engine overheating all the time and head gasket started blowing. So, That car I had to like end up fixing, which ended up costing around like two to three grand. And then there was just one issue after another. And by uh, July of this year, I had to trade it in and was about $8,000 under on that car loan. And everybody that was uh, helping me find cars and everything ended up telling me that it would be a great idea to get this Hyundai Tucson 2020, which... Probably shouldn't take other people's advice that aren't in a great position, but uh, but I did, and now I'm having a car payment that's right around $500 a month, 6 or 7% interest, and the overall loan's $28,000. And I'm just curious what you guys think the best route would be to uh, get out of this situation.
0: Okay, do you have any cash at all?
5: Uh, I've got 1,000 cash, then I've got, right around 18000 in investments.
0: What kind of investments?
5: Uh, stock market, just a uh, normal ETFs like uh, S&P 500, BTI, and uh, QQQ and stuff.
0: Okay, yeah. well, uh, because these are stocks, this is not a retirement account, because people call all the time on the show and they'll ask us, should I take money from my 401k or retirement accounts to pay off debt? And the answer is no, because... Uh, you're not getting dollar for dollar there, uh, and you're hurting your right. investment strategy. But in this case, with the stocks, uh, as volatile as they are, we absolutely, in this case, would say, yeah, cash out those stocks. That's 18 Of course, you're going to take a little hit on that. Uh, but that's going to allow right. you to make a huge dent in this car. And and then uh, my guess is you could knock this thing out with that kind of a headwind. What kind of income do you make?
5: Uh, right now, I'm making about uh, 700 a week after tax.
0: Okay, all right. So, what do you do for a living?
5: Uh, HVAC, and then I got a part-time gas station job.
0: All right, is that part-time gas station job in- included in the twenty-eight hundred net per month? Uh, yep. Okay, what well, are you doing for HVAC? The twenty-eight hundred. I'm surprised you're not making more money.
1: I had some HVAC guys out, and I sneezed, uh, and they charged me twenty-eight hundred dollars. <laughs> right. So uh, I'm a first-year guy. I've been
5: here for four months now. And okay. I'm just working on new residential buildings, so I'm just making that base. Are uh, you in an, in an apprenticeship? Oh, uh, yep. Yep. So I'm going to be starting school actually two weeks from now.
0: Okay. Is that the only debt you and, have?
5: Oh, uh, uh, yep. Oh, uh, 200 on credit cards, but I pay off. I don't carry a balance a month to month. Okay. But
0: All right, John, uh, you I am thinking take on the...
5: about. Go ahead. Oops, oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Uh, I am thinking about canceling the credit cards
1: because. Cashback, it's
5: 1%. It yeah. Well, really really that's a game that, that
0: uh, that's a game you're going to lose. A
1: 100%. That's a game that smart people right. came up to come after your money. Not saying you're not smart, but you did buy two dumb cars in a row. So you're smart. Your track record with money is not. Cancel those cards immediately, right. dude. Just get rid of them. Yeah. Okay. And, and I would sell all your stocks. And this is, um, what we call a knucklehead tax. And you're 19 years old. Dude, I've made stupid decisions with money. Um, way way older than you. So you've learned your lesson here. Don't take money advice from broke people. Right. Don't borrow money on depreciating assets. It's just such a dumb dumb thing to do. And um Right. Man, uh, when you start this apprenticeship, when you are you going to go up in salary? That's so low. That's I don't know how you're eating is what I'm saying.
5: Um yes, so I started off at uh 1550 an hour the first like two weeks, okay, and they bumped me up to 1650 and then just last week, they bumped me up an extra $0.50. Cents. Okay. yeah, All right. I so think
0: you've got a path forward. Is that what you want to do? You want to be in that HVAC space?
5: Oh, uh, yeah, because I know that there's definitely money to be made. There after absolutely is. Probably, it, it takes some years and any kind of trade to really start making good money. Yeah, and, let me tell you uh, what I would do if
0: I were means, you. I would, okay. I would bounce on the uh, gas station job, as soon as we replace the okay. gas station job. So you need every every nickel coming in right now because we want to knock this out. But uh, with your skill set, uh, you're, you're handy enough, intelligent enough, two things that I'm not, to fix an HVAC system. <laughs> There's a lot more hourly opportunities for you out there using your hands, working multiple jobs. If you're a laborer for, a, for an electrician or I don't care, I would be in those trades working as much as I can because if you take that stock uh, the stock dividends, you're going to cash the stock out, I would pay this truck off, and you're going to be out of this thing pretty quickly if you get very serious. The question is, can you put $1,000 right. a month? I'm just taking a minimum, $1,000 a month uh, towards this debt. Could you do that?
5: Yeah, yeah because uh, my only expenses right now, I don't have to pay rent because I live with my dad. Uh, right. So right now my only expenses is phone bill, And car than insurance.
0: Yeah, I mean, be working like a madman and knock this payment out. So get rid of the stocks immediately. Put it towards the car loan, and then get that car loan on a whiteboard or on your mirror, and that's the number. And you go, okay, if I put a thousand or fifteen hundred or twelve hundred or two thousand a month, then I'm paying this thing off. And the nice thing is, you got a decent car, a pretty nice car actually. Yeah, yeah. good car. And you've paid it off. And to John's point, you're not going to go down this road again. Hey.
1: Here's what I would do if I were you, to Ken's point. This Saturday, right after Thanksgiving, actually Friday after Thanksgiving,
0: Black Friday,
1: I would print off 500 flyers that I will do all sorts of, I'll hang your ceiling fan, I'll put up your Christmas lights, I'll help you get your tree in, and I'll throw away your tree when we get done. And I would quit that, okay. that, that job, dude, you can rack up some cash. Cause you know what my wife said the other day over Christmas break? Hey, I need you to hang these two ceiling fans. I need to change these three light fixtures out. Mm-hmm. And dude, if some kid knocked on my door, some 19 year old knocked on my door and said, Hey, I'll do that for 350. I would hire you right this second. Yeah. Right? To come in on okay. a ladder, hang a
0: ceiling fan, and you know how to do all that stuff. You want to drive to Franklin? John and I have jobs for you. Right now. I'm right, kidding. Like, don't right do now. That. Don't, please don't do that. Don't drive here I'm Yeah, just we've kidding. had people do walks We've lot had of stuff. people take us seriously. I just <laughs> <Yeah>. realized. <laughs>
1: exactly. But listen, I would go flyer your neighborhood the day after Thanksgiving, and yeah. I'm telling you, okay. you're going to get some jobs. Yeah. Enough to quit that, that secondary job, and you're going to be in people's homes. You're going to yeah. be practicing some of those skills you will use as an HVAC guy. It's going to be
0: fantastic work. Right. Yeah. You can do this, okay. man. So you got it. And here's Sell the deal all that stock today. Get rid of the credit cards, okay? Let me just walk okay. you through how long you've been listening to the show or watching.
5: Oh man. At least a little bit before I was uh, 18, so probably like a year and a half. All right. So are you ago.
0: familiar with our baby steps? Yep. All right. Then that's what you're doing here. You're in baby step 2. You've got the $1,000 in savings. Don't touch that. The stocks. Okay. And then you're getting after it two and three jobs, like John said, and once you get the car paid off, now you're going into baby step three. Let's get three to six months of your expenses in the bank. And then after that, 15% of that check, my friend, and then you're off and running. Okay. And you're going to be a millionaire, a millionaire HVAC guy who maybe owns his own company and creates jobs, okay? That's, right. that's how close you are to changing your life.
1: You got okay. it? And when you do this, you're yep. going to start a company, and I want you to take care of the 19 and 20-year-olds who come and join your company. You know, when you hire them, I want you to sit down and walk them through what financial freedom actually feels like because yeah. you're going to be on the other side of this. Love
0: thing. that. Uh, Jack, you can do this. We're cheering for you. Uh, no more listening to people who are broke on their car ideas. That just never works. But uh, he's going to have a paid-off Hyundai pretty soon. Yeah. And it's pretty 2020. Good. It's going to a last him another decade. It really will. will be fantastic. It really will. Great stuff. All right. He is Dr. John Deloney. I'm Ken Coleman, and this is The Ramsey Show. Don't move, America. More of your calls coming right up.
4: I saw some recent financial statistics, and there was some pretty troubling news.
0: Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. Dr. John Deloney joins me. I'm Ken Coleman, and we are here for you this hour, 888-825-5225. Hey, uh, folks, it's Turkey Week. Thanksgiving is going to be here in just a couple of days. and uh, Well, Ramsey's joined the craze. I mean, let's be honest. Black Friday. Some of you people live for this. Your big deals. Well, we've got the Black Friday uh, deal going on now. How about that? Early access to some of our best deals of the year. Great gifts for family and friends as low as $8. All audiobook gift cards are $8. Gee whiz, John. We spent a lot of time in the studio reading those things. Doesn't
1: matter. Dave just sells all our
0: stuff. Gee whiz. Shop all the best selling books out there uh, for just $10 each. Financial Peace University, also at the lowest price of the year at $59.99. Uh, Rachel Cruz and all of her wallets and 73 colors. She has more colors of that wallet than Crayola has crayons. Uh, all of those are there. And of course, John, speaking of more colors than Crayola, the Question for Humans 2001 edition, as in the 2000th edition of those cards, uh, those are also available. The popular Christmas edition. I hope there's a uh, Christmas vacation question. In that I'm not bunch. crazy. Of course <laughs> there is. Okay, good. And uh, you can get all of those great gifts at uh, uh, RamseySolutions.com slash store, RamseySolutions.com slash store. And while you're perusing... Hit some of the Ken Coleman products because I have two teenage boys. <laughs> and so is that a sympathy ask? You absolutely better believe
1: That's it. That's why I, I head to the woods and, and <laughs> bring right. food home myself because i right. got one teenager. Well, you got
0: one, and he's got the hollow leg already, oh, I'm sure. Gosh. Today's question of the day is sponsored by Neighborly, your hub for home services. When you want to repair, maintain, or improve your home, stop wasting time scrolling through pages and pages of providers. Neighborly is all you need to remember for a nationwide network of local home service professionals. Visit Neighborly.com slash Ramsey to find a reliable helper near you. All right, today's question comes from
1: Marie in Arizona. Marie writes, My husband charges me 41% of my pay for rent and utilities.
0: Huh?
6: <laughs> what?
1: Wow. Lovely fellow. I think we can stop right there. I do too. Wow. I... I... <laughs> Do you do you want me to read the rest? No, you and I are friends. We hang out. We do. You know how rare it is that I'm speechless. I'm just trying to think of what it would be like if I sat down with my wife and said, "Uh, "I've done the math. You owe me." Anyway, I work 30 hours a week and only make thirty five thousand dollars. There's so much wrong here. We Mm -hmm. went through FPU, so I have been debt free for years. But my husband has never really been debt free. You didn't go through FPU. I used about $80,000 to pay my husband's debts to help him be debt-free several times over the past seven years, but he doesn't stay debt-free. He even racked wow. up 14000 behind my back. I refuse to pay the debt off after that. I don't have the money to help him, nor do I want to. We keep our money separate now till he cleans up his debt and learns to handle money. It's hard for me to save money when I'm paying him that much of what I make, but he said if I had to go rent an apartment, I would pay that much or more. Oh, jeez. Or more. I feel stuck.
0: Wow. Um, <clears throat> This guy needs the wiffle ball bat treatment. Yeah, you know? there's very rare. Smack him around a little bit. Jeez. This whole thing
1: is a wreck. Uh, Marie, if I was you, or you were my sister, or you were my close friend, I would tell you to... Um, head directly to a marriage counselor or a therapist by yourself, not a marriage counselor because he's not going to go because you're, you're married to a seven-year-old who has um, access to adult toys and adult financial institutions. And I would ask, how do I begin to separate myself from this marriage? Because this is somebody who has cheated on you over and over and over and over again. Over and over again. And um, there's no way this doesn't just keep happening. And so you're right. If you have to go rent an apartment, you'd pay that much more. Anyway, cool. Then that's what I'm going to go do. And it's very, very rare that I tell somebody that. But this is somebody that I guarantee you, I, I'd i be willing to, I don't have a lot, but I'd be willing to bet what I got that this isn't the only thing that he is um, cheating on you. Um, this is not the only way he's cheating on you. Um, I can Does this feel
0: abusive? to Yeah, hundred
1: percent. That this kind of ad, this kind of behavior, doesn't happen if there's not an alcohol issue, if there's not a drug issue, if there's not somebody on the side mm-hmm. issue, if there's not some emotional, psychological abuse. This is a wreck. Yeah. This is, this doesn't happen in a vacuum like this. Yeah. And so, um, just the language you're using tells me you have had to separate yourself from this marriage while being stuck inside of it to keep yourself safe yeah. and keep yourself fed. And keep yourself housed, and it's time for you to be able to breathe and to walk in your own home and drop your shoulders instead of tensing up even more. So, um, I'd go sit with a professional and begin to ask that question. And if he comes around and says, "Oh, she's serious," then good on y'all. I always love a last second. Um, uh, everybody decides we're going to be grown ups, but Marie, you are you're an abusive mess here, and it's time it's time to go sit with a professional asap. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, John, I'm not a fan of, of separation certainly not divorce. I know there are cases where it needs to happen. This one feels like, um, I'm glad you told her to go see a therapist. Uh, my question putting you on the spot is, um, yes for her, but I would tell her, tell me if I'm wrong, push back here. Mm-hmm. I'd tell her in, in the course of doing that to go ahead and separate. For the point of there's no longer going to be you paying him 41% of your pay for rent and utilities. We're going to separate until he gets a Correct. of reality. Yeah. Because so, this is crushing her. That's right. They're already <laughs> living separately. Do you have a problem with that? No, in
1: fact. Because um, that feels
0: like he needs a wake-up call. A
1: 30-day separation, just to quit, let the smoke clear, yeah. is often really good. Okay. And when you do that, you want to have, um, for lack of better terms, a contract. Here's when I'm coming back. Here's, here's where we're going to meet mm. at, for lunch to talk after 30 days. But, yeah, um, this guy's living a delusional life that she has continued to duct tape um, yeah. together for him so that he can keep flexing and walking around Arizona as though he runs stuff. Um, it's time for her to get out of this because this uh, this kind of crap escalates, yeah. and it just gets worse yeah. and worse. So. It's tough. I hate this for you, Marie.
0: Thank you for the question, Marie. Uh, Brian is up next now in Jackson, Mississippi. Brian, how can
7: we help? Hey, guys. Thanks so much. Um, I hope I've got kind of a fun question here for you. Um, I'm excited about it. So, uh, my 16 year old son um, started started off cutting yards. Um, actually, this past summer, cut enough yards that he's sitting with a couple thousand dollars in his bank account. He bought a zero turn mower so he could cut more yards faster
0: with jealous. his
7: own money. Um, he has he's done an incredible job. All that while being in band in high school and doing band camp and all the practices and everything that he has with that. Uh, so he's doing really awesome with it. Um, and now because of his hard work ethic, um, the church that we're at has um, hired him to be their custodian, um, which is about a, about a, maybe a 10 hour a week job and he makes $200 a week. So he's making really got an opportunity as a 16 year old kid make really, really, good money between that and the yard business way to go dad
1: business. yeah you're dad of the year too man good for because that kind of stuff doesn't happen well, in a vacuum he's watched his old man
7: work really hard so good for you man well thank you thank you i appreciate it and he's he does really well when he gets busy he hires his younger brother nice. sometimes his younger sister to come help him um hey brian kind of we thing. got so, we
0: got about a minute and a half we want to help you out okay. what, what's your question
7: my question is he i've talked to him about investing everything with that he doesn't know for sure what he wants to do about college, but he's got grades and bands, things that'll help a lot with mm-hmm. scholarships. But uh, he wants to do something good with this money. That whether it's college, whether it's ten years down the road for a you know for a down payment on a house, mm-hmm. whether it's you know whatever it is, he wants to be smart because he's going to be making more money than the sixteen-year-old needs. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, trying to help him, guide him along with that. I would get him
0: a high-yield savings account. Uh, not just your bank savings account. I would shop around. Uh, my wife and I have got a great uh, high yield savings account that's paying us uh, close to six percent right now. Uh, so I would park that money because of what you just said. He's got a lot of options, and so I wouldn't be investing that right now. I'd be piling it up, stacking it up uh, in a high yield savings account to get the most out of it. And right now, the interest rates are in a really great place for that. So show him how that's working. Uh, just keep feeding that engine. You know, he's got, he's tasting it, he's seeing it and uh, i'd keep feeding it to show him hey right now we're going to stack it so that you can use it any way you want to as we get a better uh, a better view if you will of his future but you're a good dad, Brian. It's a good kid right there. I got to get me a zero turn. Problem is i have a postage stamp I got of a one. Yard. It's, it's a lot of fun. I'm coming out to your house this weekend. This is the Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show, where we help you win with your money, your relationships, and your work. All three of those need to be in sync for you to live a fulfilled, peaceful, enjoyable life, and we want to help you do that. The phone number is 888-825-5225, 888-825-5225. Dr. John Deloney joins me. I'm Ken Coleman, and we are here for you this hour. Let's go to St. Louis, Missouri. Roy is there. Roy, how can we help?
6: Hello. Hi. Well, uh, I guess let me start, um, I'll start with the worst. I was recently diagnosed with a rare cancer. I have about three and a half to five years life expectancy. Wow. My wife and I, Mm. before the diagnosis, I knew this was coming at the time I had no insurance. We got a medical divorce and we put, uh, everything that I had of value went to her. So the home was in both our names. It is in her name. We had two rental properties that are now been moved to her name. Also, a small business that we have uh, that was moved to her name. She took uh, my retirement from a job and what we put together back. And we have about $26,000 in credit card debt. Combined together, and I have a student loan for seventy five hundred dollars. We have about one hundred seventy five thousand put back for retirement, and about ten thousand in cash. So my question is, what debt should we? We also have a HELOC. I'm sorry, a HELOC for forty thousand. My question is, is, what debt should we approach first? And if I were to die before my debt was paid off, she would be not responsible for it.
0: Are the rentals so, are the rentals cash flowing? Are they paid off? Or are those also debt? Uh,
6: their debt, uh, they 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 pay for themselves. They cover the uh, the mortgage. They cover insurance and taxes and. Some basic upkeep each year.
0: So walk me through. I just want the full picture here before John and I weigh in. Give me the two rental homes, uh, the debt plus what you think you could get for them today. Let's go uh, rental home one.
6: Rental home one, I owe up we owe we I guess or she owes around forty thousand. And I believe it would bring one twenty.
0: Okay, number two?
6: Rental house number two, um, about old, about forty three. Mm-hmm. And it should bring about one twenty as well. They're both exactly the same size, square footage,
0: same footprint. Sure. And let me make sure I heard you correctly. Those are spitting off just enough to take care of your, your basics. You're not really in the profit once you look at uh, improvements and things of that nature. Uh,
6: maybe altogether a piece, maybe a thousand dollars a year. They clear
0: a thousand dollars a year, both of them combined. Clear, yes. Okay. Well, um, okay. Uh and let me make sure i got everything else. We have the lowest debt you have is a $7500 student loan, next is the 26000 credit card debt if i got that right? Correct. And 40k in um uh uh excuse me. I'm, yeah. Thank you. Okay, so and we have 10000 in cash. Are you familiar with our baby steps before i walk you through this? I don't want
6: uh Yes, I've been listening to the show off and on
0: for several years, and I'm all over the place on the paper steps. All right, so let me just give you the basics, because this is going to walk you through what what we would tell you to do. Mm -hmm. So the first thing we say is we put $1,000 in the bank, uh, which is just a basic starter emergency fund. You've got 10K right now, okay? Mm -hmm. Then we would say Baby step two is we go smallest to largest debts. We pay off the smallest debt first. That's for momentum purposes. So that means we would take on the $7,500 student loan. Whatever the minimum payment is on that, we would roll that into the credit card debt next once we paid off the $7,500 loan. So we go smallest to largest. That means debt one that we go after first is student loan, debt two, the credit cards, debt three, the HELOC. Does that make sense so far? Yes. Okay, great. So. Based on what you've given me, we've got ten thousand in cash. We're gonna take nine thousand of that, leaving you one thousand. You still with me? Yes. And we're gonna pay off the student loan as soon as the phone call's over. That still leaves okay. you fifteen hundred dollars. You still tracking with me. Yes, I am. Excellent. So then we're going to take the fifteen hundred dollars left over and we're going to put it on the twenty six thousand dollar total debt. So if those are multiple cards, then you would you would go at it that way. Do you understand what I'm saying? So is that all one card or multiple cards equaling twenty-six? Uh, two different cards. All right. What is the debt on each of the two cards? Uh one is around eleven thousand and one is around fifteen thousand. Okay, great. So we're still in order. So we're going to go, we pay off, we take the nine out of savings, pay off the student loan. We have 1500 we put towards the $11,000 credit card. All right? And now that knocks that down to 9500 if I'm keeping score properly. All right? So yeah. now you're off and running. Now, John, uh, I would sell one of these these rentals uh, immediately, if not sooner, and and I would wipe out the rest of this, just given the situation with your health Uh, And what you guys are trying to do—that's what I would do. You don't have a lot left on these homes, uh, but what I would do is sell one. Now, this is me. John can weigh in here in a second. I'd sell one of these, and if they're both worth around 120, your numbers—40,000 in—is what you got left on the first one. So that leaves you about 80 minus your realtor fee. So let's just say I've got 65, 60,000. I'm going to pay off uh, the rest of the debt, and if I can, most of the other rental home. See what I'm saying? I'm cleaning all this up so that my wife has no debt at all as soon as possible. We're not going to wait three years. We want to get after this now. That's what I would do, John.
1: I, I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't emphasize this enough that you're like you mentioned it. You're all over the place. Who, who gave you this? Is I've heard of this on the periphery, but you're the first person I've talked to. Who walked you through this medical divorce?
6: Um, I've been reading about it, and uh, we went and talked to a lawyer, and that's what we kind of came up with. At the time when I was diagnosed, I did not have great insurance at all. And when treatment started in 2022, me not be able to work I had nothing. I eventually qualified for, you know, Medicaid, mm-hmm. which is taking care of all my medical debt so far. Um, and I just wanted to protect her. And I had been reading where people where spouses had died with hundreds of thousands, if not millions in medical debt from a, an illness. And I knew about this illness in 2021 so I was trying to prepare her and myself for a uh, worst possible outcome.
1: Hmm. I just I'm just trying to picture myself having to sit down with my wife and come up with either side of a, of a pretty grim calculation, right?
6: Yeah, um, and I'm 56 and she's 62, so you know she doesn't have quite a few more years to work, and you know, and of course, you know. We don't want my outcome is so um, I was just trying to protect her the best that I could. I didn't want everything we tried to save over the years just uh, go away and be ate so, up are,
1: are you confident that there will that they won't come after her anyway or at least try tangle her up for years in legal proceedings?
6: according um, to our lawyer, they cannot come after her. Because whatever debt I incur now, if I had medical debt, you know, I'm just me.
1: Wow, what a Does that what make a sense? yeah, it's just such a disastrous state of the world we live in right now that that's the yeah that's the choice. But um, that's not the purpose of this call. And so mm-hmm. I just want to tell you we love you, and I hate that you're going through this. I mean you're you're staring down the you're staring on a very short runway here and. I, I, I want to applaud you for the nobility, being noble and trying to think of everything. I cannot tell you this enough. Minimize or m- minimize every and all variables. Sell everything you can. Pay off everything you can. Your wife may not want to be a landlord after she loses you. At least give her that rental house paid off. At least give her her current home paid off. Pay off all of your debts that you can, and that means yes, Ken, like Ken said, sell one of those homes clear up every single variable possible. Even if it's not as advantageous, you want to give your wife as smooth a sailing as possible.
0: Tough call. Thank you, sir. We were praying for you. This is The Ramsey Show. Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, this is The Ramsey Show. It's where we help you win in your life, specifically with your money, your relationships, and in your work. 888 825 Two two five is the toll-free number, 888-825-5225. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by my colleague, good pal, Dr. John Deloney. We're here taking your questions. We'll take your money questions, but when we're together, we love to take those work questions, those those uh, relationship mental health questions. All of this stuff is intertwined, so no shame in your game today. Um, we're here for you, 888-825-5225. Tucson, Arizona is where we start this hour. Michelle is there. Michelle, how can we help?
8: hi there thanks for taking my call you bet so we my husband and i bought our house about three and a half years ago and it's a custom in my dad's culture to buy the house for their kids but he couldn't afford it at the time and now three and a half years later he can afford to pay off our house for us and i'm just wondering if i should take that money and pay off the house or do something else with it what culture uh lebanese culture
0: okay and so how much is the payoff
8: about 320,000.
0: And he's got the cash. Correct. Man, that's not my culture. I was going to say.
1: I need to call my culture committee and get I that thing to. switched, man. I'm that's gonna, a, that's incredible.
0: John, can you take the rest of this call? I'm going to go step outside and call my dad. No kidding. I got a high five when I bought a house. Like my dad his, was like, "Get him, guys." Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh so is there any so uh, let me ask this. I think I understand your question, but it feels like there's a question behind this question. Yes. Are you concerned about something? Are you wary of how to do it? Tell us what you're rattling around in your head. Are there head. strings with this money? <laughs> yeah.
8: Well, uh, you know, he's, the house <laughs> is in our name already. So say that, so say that again. You know, take the house. Our, the house is in our name, so it's not like he can give us the money and, you know, take the house or anything. But um, he does like to brag about giving the money but that's not really you know i'm not i'm not too concerned about that um i just wondered if there was like a way to invest that money and take you know and make like an income off of monthly income off that money i mean i don't know i'm not very smart with investing well let me ask you this
0: well first of all the answer is yes of course what was the amount of money again three what 320 okay so uh, the question is, is: Is Dad giving you a gift of three hundred twenty thousand to do whatever you want with, or is he giving you three hundred twenty thousand to pay this house off so that he can tell everybody in my culture this is what we do, and I've now done it?
8: Correct. The second one. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, and I, I so the first that takes the question off the table that you asked us. It's not an option. Yeah.
9: And
1: yeah. by the way, I would not. If if somebody if I had 320 left on my mortgage and somebody gave me a gift of 320, I'd take it. I would put it on my mortgage.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I By the way, I, that's a massive investment.
1: That's that's the ultimate investment. Then you have freedom. You can do whatever you want. You have no house payment. Right. And then right. everything you spend on a house payment, you can invest however you want to for the rest of your life because you don't have a house payment.
8: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty neat.
1: Have you ever been in a house <laughs> that you owned that that nobody else could take from you? No. Yeah, exactly. Well, hold
0: on a second. I got to bring the good doctorate on here. Now, I may be reading into this, Michelle. Tell me. I do not mean being wrong. I have three teenagers and I've been married 25 years. Basically, my whole life I've been wrong. Okay? <laughs> but it feels like when we're telling you this, John's laying this out and you're like, yeah, that's pretty neat. It doesn't feel like you think this is neat. Am I right or wrong?
8: Well, I mean, it would be nice if we had the money to pay off our own house.
0: Of course it would. Of course. Do you feel then that is not, okay, th- now I think we got something. Is it ego? You, don't, you don't want this. You want to feel like we did it.
8: Right. I mean, my dad bought me a car when I turned 18. He's like, you're not touching my car, and that's my car, and don't take my car. All
1: <laughs> so right. That, like, okay. That's That's the strings we're talking about. If he's going to give you that, and then he's going to say, whoa, 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 you put your daughter in a nicer school than that. And you and your husband say, "No, no, we decided on this public school." And he goes, "No, no, 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 no. I paid your house off. You put that kid. If that's going to be the life you're signing up for, I wouldn't touch that money. Because then you're trading, you're trading, um, being a slave to a mortgage company to being a slave to somebody who just gave you three hundred twenty thousand dollars and thinks they have a, cl- they just bought a claim into your life."
8: Yeah, I mean, he says he wants me to have peace of mind. And he's he's a lot he's actually changed a lot, especially having grandkids now. He's a lot softer around the edges. <laughs> so,
1: but you um, wouldn't be calling us if there if you were not nervous about taking this check.
8: Well, of course, I mean that's a lot of money.
0: Yeah, but he's is your dad. This, is this how serious is this? Is this him telling you you think he's going to weigh in more? Uh, and you want him to stop weighing in, or is this, or is this just? I don't. I want to be a big girl and do it on my own. Which one is it, or is it both?
8: Well, I, I, I mean, I would like to do it on my own, but at the same time, I'm not going to tell somebody you can't give me three hundred twenty thousand
0: dollars. All right, but then answer the other issue: Are you is you think he's going to give him more uh, entree into your life to make a comment here and there if he does this?
8: I mean, maybe a comment here and there, but I don't think he's going to.
0: Well, I'll tell you I what you've I would do. A lot better. So you called to get yeah. our opinion, yes? Of course. All right, I'll give you mine real quick. Um, that issue lies with me. If I had an opportunity, my dad, because of his culture, wanted to give me the money and this was something he did, I would take it. And I would go, you know, if he makes a comment at Thanksgiving or makes a comment at Christmas or he comments on the kids' school or the kind of car we buy, I'm just going to smile and wave. My favorite line from the movie Madagascar. A little penguin. Smile and wave, boys. i just going to take the high road and go, $320,000, debt-free house, $320,000. I don't know. I'm going to i take <laughs> yeah, it to yeah, my yeah. professional friend there.
1: That's, that's what I would do unless you know. So I'm thinking if Dave Ramsey came to me and said, hey, uh, John, you've been a faithful employee for X number of years. I'm going to give you $350,000. Oh, and by the way, um, you're now on call 24-7-365. I wouldn't take that money. I've been on call for 20 years. I've lived that life. I'm tired. I want to go be with my family. So I would tell him, hey, thanks. I appreciate that. That'd be, the money would be awesome. I could do some great things with it, but it's not worth selling part of my soul. If he right. called me in and said, hey, here's $350,000. You've been a, a great, faithful employee. I've loved your work, and I just I just see you here for the next decade and just want to honor you and your family. I would do somersaults out the building, <laughs> and probably my shirt would fly off as I ran to my car screaming and yelling and cheering. I'd be that happy. Okay. And so only you know what the strings are with this money.
9: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: And if it if you're saying right. no because I just want to do it myself, that's ego. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Flush that down the toilet, man. Yeah. That's how people stay chained to, like, car payments and, mm-hmm. and student mm-hmm. loans. That's ego. My kid got into this school. You can't afford that school. Well, we're going to make it work because that's ego. Mm-hmm. If it is, no, my dad becomes a third adult in our household I'm not touching that money
0: and I by the way if it, if, if that's if it's not a resentment thing I would do it and I if I would put up with all of his stories let him crow you know sing let, yell scream I'll, about how he paid your house can't, off. Think I don't about this. care what if you were able to give your kids 320 I would I would be so happy I'd want to tell everybody 100% if I was able to help my kids out like this yeah. that's legacy I don't hear anything Michelle that says you shouldn't take the money I'd take the money I really would. Uh, maybe, maybe do a little Monopoly money, humble pie, and eat it. <laughs> I, I would pay the house off instantly. i go, Dad, this is great. You're the best. You're the man. I'm calling my dad right now. Me too. Wow. This is The Ramsey Show.
4: Guys, it's no secret that the real estate market is weird right now. So go with a mortgage company you can trust to have your back. Churchill Mortgage. Churchill is Ramsey trusted because they're stable, reliable, and focused on you. At a time when a lot of companies are being bought out or going out of business, count on Churchill Mortgage to stick around. They've been doing things the right way for over 30 years and they'll keep doing them the right way for 30 more. Get started at churchillmortgage.com. This is a paid advertisement. NMLS ID 1591. org. Equal housing lender. 1749
1: Mallory Lane, Suite 100. Brentwood Tennessee
0: Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by my colleague, Dr. John Deloney. The phone number to jump in is 888-825-5225, 888-825-5225. Okay, so our fearless leader, old captain, my captain, James Childs, uh, he emailed John and I earlier today. He goes, guys, uh, there's a viral video that I, I want to uh, have you guys weigh in on. So, James, uh, set this up for us because we've not seen it yet. So wh- what's going on? Yeah, I came up in one of our content meetings this morning, and it seemed like the perfect thing for you because it revolves around work. Okay. And it's it's one of those things where you watch it once and you have a certain reaction, and then as it sinks in, you're kind of like it, there's a deeper thing there. So I didn't want to set it up too much more than that. Great. But All right, let's it. roll it
2: work until we have to die just for the privilege of being alive we have to work somewhere just to afford a house that we're never at because we're working to afford the house is the meaning of life to work and pay taxes and then die on top of that we also have to work to afford our vehicle to get to work in other places and afford gas just to get to work and we also have to pay taxes for our roads to drive on to get to work and then we have to work for our children to go to school to learn how to work so our children know how to work for their children so that their children can go to school and go to work. Like somebody tell me that this is fair. Like, is it lazy to just want to enjoy life? Like why do we, why do we have to work? Why? I'm stressed. I just check my student
3: loans because I need
0: Interesting. So this went viral, you said? Yeah, okay. Well, okay, couple of things. John, um I I can see the tendency for some to just, you know, <laughs> lay into this young lady and the snowflakery, and 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 these things. And I've seen some of these before and have made those comments, but I, I got something a little different here. I don't see lazy, spoiled entitlement, although I could understand if some see that. I see a, a little bit of desperation, and I think I see a whole lot of no understanding. And that's not her fault. Here's what I mean by that. I don't think the adults in her life And I'm not just laying out the parents here, but we adults in her life, whoever we is, we've not done a good job of explaining that there is contribution that is involved with work. Yes, we've got to work for provision. Does that suck? Sort of, kind of, if that's the way you look at it, right? Right. But I didn't see, I saw sadness. I saw a lack of... What is the whole point of all this? I want to enjoy it. She goes, should we enjoy life? I think the answer is emphatically yes. But I think when we see work as just this thing to get a paycheck and it's going to suck uh, and I got to just muddle through it and the way she laid it out, I do think that's the way a lot of people look at work. I mean, I, I we did a curriculum at Ramsey Solutions uh, that 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 we talked about this with high school students and I asked about the dream job. And I said, what does that mean to you? And to a kid, they said, it's this idea of this thing I'd like to do, but I have no chance of doing it. So if you look at that, then the idea of enjoying work and showing up and doing something that is meaningful, when you do your show and you meet people in a place of pain and you step in with them and you give them hope, I mean, that's rewarding. And I just don't think she's been taught that there is a reward to work beyond a dollar. And I think we've failed in that regard i'm gonna say that
1: yeah and i think i think if the only places you work are soulless giant corporations that you know the only thing you're contributing to is a few people at the top getting rich you're not you haven't connected what you do to you're not solving a problem for somebody yep um you are a cog in a machine you're a car in a traffic jam then that sort of desperation rings true and i get that yep um, I've had to explain to people who aren't in our ecosystem, mm-hmm. I, I've had to go develop hobbies because I like work mm-hmm. because I've always tried to be about solving a problem for somebody. Right. And I like doing that. And so it it here, here's when I get crossways and when I'm just sitting with people who struggle with mental health challenges. When I have a day off and I plan, quote unquote, I'm going to do nothing. I'm just going to do nothing tomorrow inevitably about 11 o'clock I am about a thousand calories more in than I normally am I feel miserable my neck hurts because I've been laying cockamamie watching some stupid show that Mm -hmm. like we were not made to do nothing you say this better than anybody we're made to contribute to something bigger than we are and this is a voice I think generationally that I wish politicians would listen to that's right we don't have a lost generation of quote-unquote snowflakes. We don't have a, a – because if you, if you work with these, they work hard, and yes. they weirdly care deeply. Yeah, yeah. They just have come to understand, oh, we are playing somebody else's game. Mm-hmm. We're contributing to nothing other than getting our boss another retirement home. You and I'm it. out. I'm out.
0: They've done the math, John. They have. They realize that the average American – they don't walk around saying this, but they've watched their parents and grandparents work – what amounts to about 90,000 hours in their lifetime. And they're, they get laid off. Yeah, And they're going- They get
1: dropped. They get yes, They get cancer. And they're yes, just like, oh, that's it. That, yeah. that's,
0: this is it. Yeah. This is what we- I think this group has a chance to transform work as we know it. Absolutely. But uh, as I've said a million times, if you spend the majority of your day using what you do best, these are things you're good at. Yeah. To do work you enjoy, to produce a result that you care about. Right. That's really rewarding.
10: And you really can't wait to rewarding. get up and go do you, it again. You
0: can't. Um, you and I both, we share this- I mean, you stick us on a stage where we're answering questions with real people. We'll stand up there for hours.
1: Well, you and I fly across the country and leave our families. That's how much we love it, right? it's, it's and,
0: and, and so, what is that? So that's for, for us. That's helping people with that. But for other people, it's welding. Right. For other people, it's teaching. For other people, it's being in a hospital yeah. and being bone tired. Yes. And taking one more surgery because you know that you can help and you love it.
1: I sat with some guys you know? from Hiller Electric. I don't mind calling them out. They came to my house when our power went out. And my Uh, power is connected to our well, so we had no water, we had no power. And those guys wake up every day and say, we can help a family have a better day today. That's right. And they just keep going and going. They have purpose behind the other too. Is it it hot? Yes. Is it exhausting? Yes. Is it the worst? Yes. Yes. And there's a purpose tied to it. That's right. And so I think, here's my dream. I wish every leader whether you have 5 people working for you or you're run a huge restaurant chain and you have 50,000 you're not just making burgers you're helping this person mm-hmm. find a little bit of margin yes. in time and eat so that they can be with their kids mm-hmm. or they if you connect your even your front level employees to how we're helping somebody today yes people get they you just become a part of
0: it here's what i wish i could do i wish i could hop in the car with her and uh-huh. go hey tell me what you're really good at doing. And we'd hear, and we'd hear some awesome things. And we'd say, who are the people you really want to help? Or what are some of the problems in the world that make you upset? And and you would be rewarded if you solve those problems. And you begin to paint a picture that she has a unique design plus a unique story that tied together, she's got something where she goes, I would actually be really rewarded and fired up to go do that. Oh, and by the way, make some money, have some life balance, Leave work at work. Yes. Go home. Love with my friends. Travel the world. Yes. Do some cool things. Give some of that money to somebody. Or like Tara, the person but, but who takes not, care of our
1: calendars. If you ask her, that's right. what do you put on earth to do? Yeah. To be the best executive assistant who ever lived? Yeah. Those kind of things make me want to pull my fingernails out. I get it. And every day she wakes up and she's sure. like, I'm going to go yeah. make this. Yeah. The, I'm going to do the yeah. best job I can. And then these guys are yeah. going to get where they need to go. And they're going to get to be with their families. And yeah. like, it doesn't matter what your, what, what, what jazzes you up doesn't that's have right. to be an Instagram reel,
0: So, but go find that thing. Culture, what we've done here, mm. and adults, what we've done here is we've given these kids the wrong picture of life. It's not work 90,000 hours, hope to have enough left over in your 401k, that that's when I get to enjoy life. And We're it's not work an incomplete picture. to buy the fanciest car and no, get not. you to the job. No, it's right? work for contribution and adjust your lifestyle to that. Yes. I keep coming back to, every time we have these discussions, to the largest millionaire study ever done by Ramsey Solutions and teachers, a median salary in the United States right now of 61000 and arguably one of the worst workplaces in America right now. They're, they're leaving in droves, but they're everyday millionaires. Why?
1: They make peace with the Corolla. That's, That's it. it. You nailed it. They make peace with the Corolla. That's it. It's a
0: great car. Get me to and from. I'm going to go help kids. And they're fine with it because they know they're turning on light bulbs every day and kids that they're teaching are changing the world. Appreciate the video, James. That really is a hey, big, James, grand discussion. Hey, try to track
1: her down on Instagram. Let's have her on the show. Wouldn't
0: that be great to actually have her on? That's a brilliant idea. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Dr. John Deloney joins me. 888-825-5225. We're here to help you win in your life, specifically your money, your relationships, mental health, and your work so you can make more money, get in the right seat on the bus. Whatever it is, we're here to take your questions today, 888 825 5225. Every dollar is our world class budgeting app that helps you manage money the Ramsey way. Every dollar works wherever you are iOS, Andro- uh, Android, uh, or online. You can start for free and just get an idea of how easy it is. You get organized, stop overspending, and save more money. If you're new to Every Dollar, we'll show you a long term financial roadmap track your net worth, your debt-free date, retirement date, baby step progress, and so much more. It's like your awesome mentor right there on your device, and we'll coach you to win with money and build wealth. Download the free app for iOS and Android, or go to everydollar.com, everydollar.com to get started. All right, let's go to Alberta, Canada. Kim is with us now. Kim, how can we help?
10: Hi, thanks for taking my call. My question is, how much of my income should I set aside each month to start and build a business so that I can leave my nine to five?
0: Okay. Give us a little bit more of your uh, your side business picture. How much is it making? How much are you making in your day job?
10: So I haven't started the business at all. Oh, okay. Um, so All right. So let's look at your is,
0: current uh, income. So what do you make?
10: Sure. So I make 130 a year. And my net monthly after I pay all my expenses is $6,000.
0: Okay, so 6000 left over after all expenses. Yeah. And do you have any debt?
10: I have no debt.
0: Wow. Okay, what is this business that you're looking to start?
10: So I'm kind of back and forth around two ideas. One is a digital marketing agency, and the other is a property management company for vacation rentals.
0: Okay. And uh, how much time do you see yourself having to put into those businesses? Think of A and B. So digital marketing A and let's call uh, property management B. How much do you think you have to put into those to get those up and running? Much time. I how think much time?
10: That, yeah, probably uh, I would say at least tw- like 20 hours a week.
0: 20 hours a week. And then how much money?
10: And how much money? Mm-hmm. I think that my startup costs would be five to six thousand dollars,
2: okay. and
10: then I would have probably fifteen hundred to two thousand each month. Just depends if I wanted to run like targeted spot, like Facebook ads or something that would make my cost go up.
0: Okay. And us. are you single, married? What's your relationship status?
10: I'm single, on my own. Okay. I, like I rent a three bedroom house for $2,300 a month, uh-huh. but then I rent out the other two bedrooms. So one is a larger bedroom with two wow. twin beds and I rent those out for $750 each.
3: Okay. And then
10: I have a third single bedroom I rent out for 950 So my rental income is like Twenty four fifty a month, and yeah. then I pay the landlord 2300 so...
0: Yeah, you're doing great. I, My only other I question is... I a
10: used vehicle. Yeah,
0: no, you're amazing. I know that. So uh, before I tell you what I think on this, the 6000 that you have left over after all expenses, that include you uh, investing 15% of your income? That does not. Do you have an emergency fund of three to six months expenses?
10: I'm on baby step three right now.
0: Right. Okay, so... I would fully fund baby step three, and then I would move into baby step four and be investing fifteen percent. Once we achieve those uh, two things, then I would I would save up. You're going to save up very quickly. The uh, I think you said six thousand dollars, five to six thousand. What you think is a startup cost? I would save up the startup cost, and I would also save up six months of operations before I ever launched. I really would. I'm very conservative on that, but the reason is is because I want you to have stress-free startup for a side hustle you know it's hard enough to start a business there's so many different potholes that we know that entrepreneurs go through in that first year of the business and i'd love for you to be pretty stress-free to go this is kind of burn it in the middle of the table money i know that i'm investing in me and this business and so i've got that set aside and, and with the margin you have and the discipline you have i think you can do that and that and, and i want to get john to weigh in here and, I, and that leads me to this last piece which is um, I you've got to choose on these, and I would spend some time. I wrote a book called The Proximity Principle that I'm gonna give you as my gift. And it just simply says this, in order to do what Kim wants to do, she's got to be around people that are doing it. and And I want you to have have hangout time with copious notes from people that are running both of those businesses before you choose and before you launch does that make sense Mm,
10: like sit down take him for a coffee
0: yeah so Mm, let's say john let's say john right here was a digital marketing stud and i mean he'd been in business for several years crushing it Uh, i'd want to sit down with john lunch and coffee and i mean i'm not doing much talking other than asking questions and i've got a pencil and i've got a notebook and i'm going john how did you start Kind of cash did you have when you started. Uh, what what were the what what were the hardest things you had to deal with? What were the traps? What are best practices? I mean, I'm going to basically do a college level research paper on ideally <laughs> a couple people that have won in those two businesses. Let me tell you why. I'm going to get all the information I need for my head. And then my heart's going to ultimately decide, I think. I think you do both of those, your heart's going to go ding, 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 or when you hear the good, the bad, the ugly. John, your thoughts on that? Yeah, how does that hit you?
10: Yeah, that's a good idea. I haven't sat down with anyone in property management. Um, I know some people who run digital agencies. I could talk to them.
1: And here's what you're probably going to find. You're gonna find either they say I wouldn't do this again for anything, <laughs> or they're gonna tell you like when people ask me like about my job, I just tell them like I feel like I'm running a scam, like I, I can't believe I get paid to do the work that I get to do, and property managers gonna tell you, dude, it's amazing. It's a headache over here. It's really great over here, but. Incredible, or they're going to tell you, please, for all that is good in the world, don't do this
0: job. <laughs> like, but, you know what I mean? <laughs> but if they say that, Kim, uh, ask them why. Right. Mm-hmm. Follow up why, because what you've got. if What I'm trying to do here is get the head and the heart aligned. That mm-hmm. the head is the logic. Gathering. Yeah, you think
1: it's going to cost five thousand bucks? You don't really know. Yeah, we
0: don't know, and so we want to have a real mm-hmm. good logic. Let the brain do what it does best. Gather information, logically walk through it, but then let the heart decide. And you might have someone go, Well, listen, you can make this, you can make this, you can make this, but I'll tell you what, if I had to do it all over again, you know, whatever, and you go, I don't really care because I'm not wired like you. I think I'd love that. So that's the process that I want you to gather, 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 gather. And and it's it's a selection process. Here's the other reality. You might sit down and do both of these and go, It's not it's neither one of these, mm-hmm. which by the way, mm-hmm. great because you're still stacking up money and you've got an entrepreneurial desire in you to work for you. Yes. Yes. Then the selection is so important, but yes. a lot of entrepreneurs get, get they, we get enticed stop. by yeah. opportunity A, opportunity B, and we go, is it opportunity C? That's what I want you yeah. to do. All right, Ken, I'm
1: yeah. going gonna, gonna to ask Ken a question, Kim, on your behalf. Is that cool? Sure. Ken, how many people that you've talked to over the years are like Kim. They make an astound, a great income, Mm -hmm. six figure income. They've kind of figured out life a little bit, not afraid to have roommates to make the extra money, not afraid to not tied or identity to a car. And sometimes when we get settled psychologically, we begin, we're wired. We're not wired for settling. We're wired for perseverance. And we start looking over the next hill. Mm -hmm. And I hear this all the time. Quote unquote, if I could just do this full time, whatever this is. And there's this fantasy that if I wasn't doing this other thing, if I wasn't married to her anymore, if I wasn't uh, living in this house, then. And what I always tell them is, whoa, 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 no matter what you do, you go with you. And it might be fun to dream about. And she might even get one digital marketing client and be like, yeah, but she's making all this from a platform of she makes $135,000 and has health insurance and has all the stuff worked out. How often do you have people jumping ship too soon to this quote unquote magic land of doing this full time?
0: To the tune of millions, it's called the great regret. We all heard about the great resignation. Mm -hmm. What people didn't pay attention to is how many millions of people left for a better job, this better life, this better check, all these things. They They got there and they were like, oh, that's not what I was looking for. So it happens a lot and that's why it's a great question. That's why Kim, I really want you to do the work, let the head and the heart connect and align and when you get the ding 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 then we move this is the ramsey show
1: Hey, good folks. Dr. John Deloney here. Listen, the Ramsey cash giveaway is back and you could win the $3,000 grand prize. Go to ramseysolutions.com giveaway and enter every day. Plus save 20% on bestsellers like my latest book, building a non-anxious life, my questions for humans conversation cards, and my friend Dave Ramsey's baby steps millionaires. Listen, don't miss these deals. Get 20% off at ramseysolutions.com store.
0: Welcome back to the Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Dr. John Deloney joins me. And we are here for you, 888 825 5225. If you got any work related questions, you're not making the money you want to make, maybe you feel like you've been overlooked or you're feeling burned out. Those burnout calls, as you're thinking about next year, uh, John and I love those calls. There's 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 really two sides of that coin. We'd love to take any of those calls, your mental health relationship questions, Dr. John in session today, and of course your money calls. Feel free to call us. We're here to help you guys. 888-825-5225. Colin is up next in St. Louis. Colin, how can we help?
3: Hi. Um, so I'm 25 years old, and I had a question on if we should pay off, me and my wife should pay off our truck or save the money. Um, we have a two year old, we got married two months ago and we have $6,200 left on the truck. Mm -hmm. Um, our take home pay per month is about 5,600. Um, but with another baby on the way at nine weeks, uh, we don't know if we should go into stork mode or go ahead and pay it off.
0: Yeah. Well, congratulations on the little one coming. That's exciting stuff. The baby's coming in nine weeks or she's nine weeks down the road? Nine
1: weeks down the road.
0: Okay. All right. So we've got 6,200 left on the truck. Is that the only debt you have?
3: Uh, we have her car, but we are going on stork mode for her car because it's it's a little further out.
0: Well, give, us, give me the whole debt picture then real quick.
3: Okay. Uh, no student loans. We're cash flowing that. Um, and basically just the truck and the car. I think we owe 11,000, 12,000 on her car Mm -hmm. and 6,200 on my truck. Uh, Mm -hmm. but her car payment is, uh, basically 270 Mm
0: -hmm.
3: a month and, uh, mine's close to 800. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, we we normally give this advice so we want to make sure we batten down the hatches. We be we want to be very smart for the baby. So, what would you say? Uh, do you know what your out of pocket would cost uh, for the delivery and all that? Have you done your homework to see? Okay, what kind of cash would we need beyond insurance?
3: Yes. So, uh, her insurance. She's a teacher, so basically, her insurance is really good. Uh, it's five thousand out the door, and we have that set
1: aside already.
0: Well, what do you think, John? I mean, well, he's got the 5000. You never know other yeah, costs. Yeah. So What
1: do you do for a living, man? I'm a, I'm a carpenter. Carpenter. So, let me throw option 3 at you. And I do this thought experiment to just for myself. Me and my wife do it all the time. If I ever feel like I have an either or, I always invent a couple of other options just in case. I'm not okay. I'm not cornering myself on accident. So, let me give you an option 3. What if you continued as a carpenter to stack money up? And we talked about this on an earlier call. And Friday after Thanksgiving, you wallpapered your neighborhood with um, odd jobs. And so I tell you this, like my wife um, asked me to hang up a couple of ceiling fans and change three or four light fixtures. And then at the top of our, in our upstairs area, a light went out. So I got to get a big lighter to go fix it. If some guy knocked on my door a Friday morning, and said, hey, for a couple of 300 bucks, I'll, I'll do these odd jobs, I would sign it that second. And what if you put a number, you've got nine months, okay? Eight and a half months. What if you put, actually, that's not math, seven months. What if you put a number? I want 10,000 extra dollars. And honey, I'm going to put the gas pedal down and I'm going to work odd jobs in the morning and the evenings on the weekends. And so when baby comes, we will have this cash stacked and we're going to be debt-free on both cars.
3: Okay, uh, so I guess maybe uh, a caveat to that is I do have the cash from odd uh, jobs to pay off the truck.
0: Okay, and you also have the cash for the five thousand dollars out the door for the pregnancy and the delivery, correct?
3: Yes, we we have twenty twenty two thousand dollars liquid at this point. Dude, lead with Dude. that next time. Pay yeah, the, ca- the Pay the
0: pay the truck off. You're fine. I, <laughs> I was gonna just follow John and say. Look in your situation financially. Um, I wouldn't stop paying on the truck or car at all. I didn't know you had it in the bank. I would definitely pay off both today because that's seventeen, and you still got five left over plus the five for the for the delivery. So you're covered for just a uh, standard pregnancy. You're still going to have five left over. And what are you paying it? So your car payment. You're getting a big raise from those two car it, payments.
3: Yes, bro. Uh, I, yeah. what are you doing I think, I think part of our problem is we're living with our with my parents right now so she's ready to uh, uh nest essentially or start nesting and looking at a house or something to rent
0: well that doesn't change any of the advice we give you because you don't need to be taking on renting and all this stuff if you still got debt and you've got this little situation here you could pay this off today then you can go rent right pay it off today and then we go rent 'Cause you got a nice okay. deposit. Get your wife an apartment. Get out for of the Christmas. house. Yeah. <laughs> I I love this idea. John, with the
1: idea of the year. That's the Christmas present. Merry Christmas. Hand her some keys to an apartment. Oh yeah. Buy a <laughs> fancy box. Have no debt. And then you're making what six thousand bucks a month, right? Sixty two hundred.
0: Oh wait, 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 wait. Take is, home is fifty
1: six hundred. Yes. Not oh, Including side jobs, yes.
0: Right. Okay. And John's already painted that picture. I mean, dude, you're a carpenter? Is that what I heard? Yes. Dude, you have more work than you could possibly do. Yes. Hey, and hold on. You're making
1: 5300 take home with her job and your job? Uh 5600 between the two of us. And, and not
3: including that's that's me full-time and her full-time. You're not charging and, enough, man. And then uh, the side jobs bring in anywhere from 5 grand a month yeah. to nothing.
0: You're not charging enough, dude. <laughs> well, either way, you know your market out there. I'm uh, hoping that you're charging what the market rate is in St. Louis, but listen, you understand what we're telling you to do? You cut the check for 17 grand, a check for 11, and a check for 6200 as soon as the calls over. Now you're going into okay. a second trial with no debt at all. And you still got 5000 in an emergency fund for baby step 3, 3 to 6 months. You already got 5000 set aside in the stork fund. You guys are okay, man. And let's You're get that emergency okay. fund up over the next yes, 7
1: months. I agree.
0: That emergency okay. fund would be the would be the insurance on okay. anything that I'll, would happen.
3: I'll I'll let her know. I'll let her listen to this and we've uh that's I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I, I was worried. We're worried because if we don't have a lot liquid, we feel like we're, we're scared. Dude, we're terrified.
0: If you do what John said and put a flyer up all over St. Louis saying, "experienced trade carpenter for hire. <laughs> dude.
1: No job too small. You would be inundated. Put it on Facebook Marketplace in your neighborhood.
6: Okay. Hang, There's Chris, a viral, hang Christmas
1: lights. Yeah. Anything. I'll go get your Christmas tree and then I'll come pick it up after Christmas. I'd uh-huh. give you a million dollars for that job. <laughs> Just kidding. I hate dealing with an old Christmas tree. But it's just like endless amounts of work right now. If if you'll go out and get it, and you sound like somebody who hustles, but here's a here's a rule of thumb: if you can enter into this next kid, you've got ten thousand dollars in the bank plus the five that you've already set aside. So this is you earning another ten grand, right? And you're able to find uh, an apartment that y'all can afford. Don't go get something knucklehead, but y'all gonna have an apartment you can afford. Um, you're, you're just good to go. You have that's no right. debt. You don't owe anybody anything. You got $10,000. That's three months emergency fund. You got a new place and you've mm. got all the, the, oh, the thing paid for. Let
0: me give you a little, little nugget here. I think this may help Colin. If, if your girlfriend or wife, excuse me, if your wife is like, Hey, I don't know about paying off the 11,000. Just say, Hey babe, this is how much of a raise we're going to get when we get rid of those two car payments. And that's going to go towards your new apartment, like Bob. Barker. <laughs> see that? Yeah. You see where I'm going? Because she may push back on that, but you got 22 in the bank. You're still going to have five left over. And oh, by the way, babe, it makes it easy for us to afford that apartment. She's going to be so thrilled to have her own nest. That's how you win that deal. If there's a little pushback, yeah, I don't, yeah, know. I feel- don't know if that's going to work or not, but it feels like it would work.
1: I just think it'd be pretty good. She wants a nest. It'd be pretty cool.
0: Yeah, and I one think time that's good I, I just
1: uh, one time I rented a house. Uh, my wife and I thought my wife thought she was coming to move into a residence hall, and um, I rented a house, and ah. it's one of my greatest Christmases ever. I I got it was goosebumps just a gift. on that. One. I put a Christmas tree in it and said Merry Christmas, oh. and uh, You're pretty such good. Such
0: a romantic, Doctor Deloney. That's, that's
1: what they used to call me. The romantic the, the romantic. No one's ever called me that actually. Never
0: not one time. Never. Ever. All right, folks. Great hour. Thanks to James Childs, our fearless leader, and my colleague Dr. John Deloney. And you America, this is the Ramsey Show. headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, this is The Ramsey Show. It's where we help you win in your life, specifically with your money, your relationships, and your work. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by my colleague, Dr. John Deloney, 888-825-5225, 825 I got to point out, John, uh, we have a fabulous studio audience today. Great looking group of people that have traveled in from all around the country waving at us. And I want to remind you folks that we're here Monday through Friday. Check the schedule at RamseySolutions.com. And uh, we'd love for you to come by on your way to whatever you're doing. Or if you just want to come hang out with us, you're welcome. We've got free coffee and baked goods. And, and it's always fun getting out and saying hi to the good folks uh, that are in the lobby. One even Solutions. showed up
1: here with a George Camel t-shirt on. I don't even know what to, psychologically, yeah. I don't even know what to make of that.
0: And then it got worse because then we had to pose with it. Oh, man. And George uh, is going to. Print so, the picture
1: of us posing with the dude wearing his it's shirt. True,
0: we're never going to hear the end of He's it.
1: He's going to put it up in his
0: yeah living yeah. room. It's really true. The whole thing. It's really true. So anyway, we had to swallow our pride for that, but that just proves we'll take a picture with anybody. Because if you're wearing a George Campbell T-shirt and we take a picture with you, I mean that the the bar is getting. A little there
1: was an Ohio State person that you were very usher, kind. You ushered him off the they, stage.
0: They were no, she was very kind. She was very kind. That's true. Uh, and so it's the week of the big game. It's Turkey Week. Uh, hunting week for John Deloney? It's all of it. How many hours are you going to be in the woods this week? Do you I've have spent an over-under?
1: I basically am feral from now until Christmas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I like that, folks. He did shower, I can tell you. Ah, I'm in close proximity. I hosed off. He smells delightful. Yeah. So uh, let's get to the phones. Jack is with us in Detroit, Michigan, the Motor City. Jack, how can we help?
11: Hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. What's up? Okay, so uh, about last August, my girlfriend and I bought a house together. We're not married. I'm 26 years old. She's 24 years old. And we are now separating. Oh, um, we bought wow. the house 385,000. Um, we put five, 5% five down. And so now there's about $26,000 left on the, on the mortgage or in equity and 360 left on the mortgage. And so basically my question is, uh, I you know, I'm I'm torn between selling the house and either trying to buy her out through like a loan assumption or a loan modification.
1: Sell the house and get um, out. Get out. Sell the house and get out. Get out. Yeah. Okay. you
0: you're both are on the you both are on the home, right? The loan?
11: Yes. Yes we are.
0: Where's she at on this? Have you had a uh, conversation?
11: She, yeah, so she's I mean, she's basically, you know, whatever she, whatever. I wanted to do she wants to get out you know as okay. soon as possible as well
1: sell oh, the wow. house and be done mm-hmm. you're 26 years old and you'll have another house because here's the alternative you're gonna. if you meet somebody and you get married is she going to want to move into your old girlfriend's house
11: no no probably not yeah
1: sell your house dude <laughs> Learn yeah, your like lesson. A, yeah. Don't buy a house with somebody you're not married to. <laughs> I and was going to
0: say, Jack. I mean, if you're able learned. to sell
1: this house and just split that last little bit of equity with her and y'all walk away, you have yeah. you have dodged a bullet like the Matrix, man.
11: Okay. Yeah, I've had some realtors come by, and so they, they're, we they bought it for 385 and they're, they want to list it for, three, or for 450, and they think it could sell anywhere between 450 and 500. I would have it listed it. by
1: this weekend.
0: Yeah. Get out of this thing okay. quickly and Jack, don't ever do this again.
11: I, I won't. I learned my lesson.
1: Yeah. Good. If you can learn this lesson and make a little money on the side, congratulations. And sorry sorry about your breakup. I know it's painful, yeah, especially man. holiday weekend. That's no good.
11: Yeah, you know, yeah, five years, met in college. So, yes, but, uh, that hurts, know, life man. Goes on. Chapter's Dude, I'm on, sorry
0: so. about that. Hey, uh, my yeah. breakup in college wasn't near as bad as this one, but I went to Vince Gill. I went to Vince Gill songs. So I don't know what's <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, he's got a great song. I think it's, I've been trying to get over you or something like that. I may have messed I up. I think
1: Jackson more a Cardi B guy. You think so? I just made that up. I, I don't think so too. really know who Cardi B all is, right. but
0: yeah, I was going to say, I'm impressed that you even got that name out. That's, yeah. that's great. Uh, let's go more your uh, neck of the woods, shall we? How about Waco, Texas? Uh, Marty is there. Marty, how can we help? Hello, Marty.
1: Hello. Hey, Marty. Oh, all right, there we go.
12: Um, Hi, gentlemen. Uh, so I tried calling last week. Um, they had me calling this week. Uh, I spoke to a smart investor pro this morning. Um, I'm just – the big thing I'm trying to figure out right now is getting uh, making a career change. I'm looking at uh, possibly starting my own business right now, and um, that way I could uh, try and create some more margin and reduce my working hours.
0: Okay. So what's the business?
12: Um, I want to um, start my own private security company.
0: Private security? Yes, sir. Okay. And have you any experience in that field at all? I do. Okay. Uh, I, I'm going to be asking a lot of dumb questions, which is probably good for somebody as, as, as clueless about this business as I am. Uh, what kind of licensing, what kind of uh, do you need? Do you already have it? Is that going to take a while? Give me, give me the, the qualified answer. Yeah, so to sign up,
12: um, I already became my own private security agency. Um, uh, that was free for me because I'm a veteran. And uh, I got my, my most basic level for um, security, which doesn't allow me to carry a file, um, even though I have my LTC, which is weird. Okay. Either way, um, to be a that's a non-commission officer. I want to to actually like start doing real security work. I would want to um, uh, get my firearm, uh, uh, my commission officer, which allows me to become a firearm. Okay. So eventually, I would want to work up to the top level, which is sure. personal bodyguard. Yeah.
1: Have you? I imagine you've done a bunch of napkin math. Have you called some guys who actually own security companies who run with these guys? Cause the guys that I know, I've only know a couple of them. All I hear them talking about is how hard it is. People don't show up. They like, it's, it's just tough gig. Have you talked to those guys and had coffee with them and taken notes?
12: I've tried to, I've gotten a hold of like multiple people that either friends know or uh, I know and all that. And they all say, Oh yeah, uh, I'll, you know i'll get back with you and i never hear back all right let me
0: ask you this are you planning to just be sole proprietor meaning just you your services are you trying to staff up right away
12: no uh, for at first it'll just be a one man show just me yeah all right so i would like to grow and expand all right
0: so we got about a minute and a half what's the heart of your question what what did you need our advice on then
12: well i'm just trying to um figure out uh uh, I'm gonna be done with Baby Step Two here in a few weeks. Um, you know, working on Baby Step Three B, as well as uh, you know, looking to try and move okay. into what a are you doing now?
0: Field. What are you doing now, and how much do you make?
12: Um, I make forty one, uh, working as a park ranger for Texas State Parks.
11: Okay.
12: Um, I I also make another twelve thousand. Okay. Uh, working as a factory worker at night, and then I do a bunch of odd jobs. All right, on the so you weekends. know what I would
0: do? I would try to replace the factory worker at night and some of the other odd jobs with this private security All detail, because that's a lot better money. Concerts, stack, ball games—that's right.
1: Call Baylor University and yeah. start working some of their so, games
0: security. And then the answer, Marty, then you move on from your forty-one thousand dollar job as soon as you can replace the forty-one thousand in income through security, which I would guess is pretty quickly. Get busy, offer your services, get out there. Um, but I think that's when you make the move but keep the day job until you can replace that income with a security job and then don't look to hire a bunch of people quickly get really good and premium pay on your own this is the Ramsey Show
2: hey guys are you ready for the secret to help you reach those money goals that you've been dreaming about it's simple you gotta get on a budget with our budgeting app Every Dollar, you'll get intentional with your money and build the habits that will make those dreams a reality. And we'll be with you every step of the way, from your first budget to that retirement home on the beach. Download Every Dollar for free on the App Store or Google Play. Remember, today, download Every Dollar for free on the App Store or Google Play today.
0: Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. The phone number to jump in is 888 825 I'm Ken Coleman. John Deloney joins me. We're here to answer your questions about your money, your work, your relationships, your mental health, uh, whatever you want to ask about. We're not going to make uh, football predictions for Thanksgiving Day, though. We will not take those calls. Just want to point that out. Uh, let's go to Alicia now, who joins us in Seattle, Washington. Alicia, how can we help? Hi. Thanks
9: for taking my
0: call. I you really bet. appreciate it. You bet.
9: What's up? Um... I'm in nursing. Well, getting ready for nursing school right now. I'm working as a CNA making decent money. However, I'm working the baby steps and I'm finding it hard to get a way to bring in new income. That way I can just pay down debt as fast as I can without losing it. And I'm just wondering, um, the first question is, should I sell my car? I don't know if that's really a stable idea or not. So I'm just wanting some advice on it.
0: Okay. Tell us about how much you owe on the car and what do you think it's worth? Uh, I owe 14420
9: for and is I'm getting estimates from about six to nine thousand. So I'm wondering, would it be worth it to just have freedom if I pay off that four thousand, or should I just keep the car? Being that you know I'm about to start nursing school, I don't know where I'm going to be traveling, or should I just suck it up and ride Metro?
0: Well, that's interesting. I was going to ask that next. So the car is only worth six to nine thousand. You owe fourteen, so you'd have to uh, obviously go get another smaller loan. Uh, which would certainly save you a little bit of money. Um, I would say keep the car. I, I'm thinking that, too.
1: Because Metro is notoriously unreliable for time, and if you have a shift that you have to be at, this can be really tough to
0: do. What is your Metro situation? Are you close in to where it's a lot more reliable, or is John right? Is that kind of a, a sketchy situation? Right now,
9: I'm pretty close. I'm only about uh, maybe three miles from work. The only thing is I'm looking for new work because – the grace has left for the job I currently do, but I can't just jump ship because yeah. it currently affords all of my bills. So I'm okay. waiting for something that can actually do that. What
0: other debt do you have?
9: I have credit cards and student loans and a little bit of medical bills.
0: All right, give me the numbers. Go smallest to largest.
9: Uh, the smallest is the medical bills. That's about three thousand. Uh-huh. Credit card is five thousand, and my student loans are fifteen thirteen seventy eight. Okay.
0: And what you said was, is you're just not able to make much headway based on what you're making now. What are you making now as a CNA? Uh,
9: before or after?
0: Uh, you, t- you tell me. It doesn't matter to me. What? Give me your your after.
9: Uh, when I come home, it's roughly three thousand to three thousand four hundred. If I work overtime, I can do that, but it's kind of hard to do
0: overtime because I'm in school. In school. So what are you? What? Are, well, that's pretty tight, isn't it? Three thousand take home.
9: It is a little tight.
0: Yeah. Um, how much more schooling do you have?
9: Uh, a little bit over two years. Wow.
0: And so you don't have yeah, any other, sure. you have no other time during the week where you can, you can work to make some more income?
9: Not You're, really. Um, not in past
0: my classes. Okay. Um, this is real time thinking through this. Um. I wonder if you paused the nursing classes, would that set you behind? That's an ignorant question because I don't know how those programs work, but if I could pause, it would, it would set you it would back. Cause
9: I've already wasted two years not doing what I should have done. That's why I'm being so intense about it now. Cause I know this is between me and my next career step is actually finishing nursing school.
1: Okay. So I, I hear what you're saying. So let me say it this way. Let's pretend you're running a marathon. And the first two miles of the marathon, you got out pretty slow, and you were talking with your friend, and you were just kind of absorbing everybody, cheering. And then you realized, oh, no, I'm way behind my pace. And you just started sprinting as fast as you could go. You would make up miles three and four Mm -hmm. pretty quick, and then at mile five, you would collapse and crash. What I would want you to do is to slowly pick up the pace over 26 miles. And so you feel like you've wasted two years. I bet you a million bucks you didn't waste it. Even Mm. if you learn something really important about yourself and about what you want and about who you're going to be and your purpose, you didn't waste it. It may not have invested it the way you would have wanted to invest that time, but it's your life. You did what you did. It might be, and I've counseled countless students on this, it might be, hey, if I took six months off of this program and just work 20-hour days, just worked everybody, place who would hire me, and I got this debt paid off, then I could breathe, and then Mm -hmm. I could be fully into these nursing program, and then actually, when it comes to mile 26, five years from now, you'll be way further ahead Mm -hmm. than you are right now. You see what I'm saying? You feel like you have to catch everything up in two years so you can get on this thing and make this money and go. I want you to play a 10-year game, not a two-year game.
0: Elisa, hey that's why I asked the question. I don't mean set you back emotionally. I mean set you back professionally. You can you can pick back up is my point. If you had to pause, you can pick back up, yes?
9: Yeah, I, I could.
0: All right, so hold on. I know you're not believing yet, but John's 100% right. So let's just run the numbers. Can we play the numbers out real quick? Sure. All right, let's just assume... For this example that you've paused nursing school, Uh, with you working overtime, busting it, what do you think? How much debt do you think you could pay off each month? Give me a number that's don't be modest. Don't be too aggressive here. Give me a modest number that you think. If I was working overtime, like John said, how many? How much money could I put towards debt each month? What's the number?
9: If I really went at it, I'm thinking close to a thousand. Because what I used to do was just get a second job, but
0: school is. In the way of that right now. All right. So that's awesome. Let's just say you can do a thousand and I know you can. I know you can do a thousand. Uh, I think you can do more, but I like the modest number. Based on that and your numbers that you gave me, you're paying off the three thousand dollar medical loan, the five thousand in credit cards, and the fourteen thousand dollars on the car. That's twenty two grand. That's twenty two months. Nursing is still going to be waiting on you. In fact, it's it's wide open. The field, they need nurses like crazy. No one's going to judge you for taking a 22-month a pause. Nobody. And you're going to be able to jump right back in. To John's point, though, and he's right. You either do that or you're going to be really intense just trying to survive the next two years. So here's a crazy thing
1: that happened to me. My dad was a policeman and then became a minister. And money was super tight my whole childhood. And the way I tried to solve that, like I saw what happened to him and I said, I don't want that to happen to me. So I chased a whole bunch of degrees so I could make a whole bunch of money. And what I ended up doing because of my fancy degrees allowed me to make more money. I dug a way deeper hole than my dad could have ever dug for himself. And if you go on this trajectory for two years, Ken and I are looking at your numbers. You're going to have to end up falling backwards on a credit card. You are one flat tire away, Mm -hmm. one transmission issue away, one... I got COVID. I got the flu, and I had to miss a thing. There's no way you can make these bills. So you're going to get two years from now, and you're going to have dug yourself a deeper hole than you have right now. Which means you're going to have to go make more money, and then somebody's going to say, "Well, I just get your master's in nursing." And because I've lived in this community, I know you guys, and y'all are all about education and improvement. Mm -hmm. And so, dude, I you 22 months, Ken just mapped it out. I bet you can make a plan for 18 months. And if you went right now in January and you took one semester and then next year off and just said, I'm going to be so maniacal about getting this debt paid off so that I can start January of 25 completely debt free and waltz right into you, you're, you're going to be standing six inches taller mm-hmm. because nobody will have claim to you. You will be on your own two feet. And I know 18 months feels like a million years after you just feel like you blew two years. I don't think you blew two years. I think you survived two I years. Agree. And there's always a treading water season for all of us in our lives. And now you're back on it. But that's just, again, I've just counseled too many students who go so hard. They dig themselves such a, it's like hitting the gas in a mud puddle. You end up just digging a, a bigger hole that's harder to get out of. And that's my fear for you because your margins are so tight right now. Yeah.
0: What do you think, Alicia? They
9: are tight. Everything feels tight. <laughs>
0: yeah. See, we want we want we want you to be free from that. Yeah, I want
1: you to breathe at night.
0: Um, I don't think you're trading two years. I think you look at it as I'm trading two years. I think you're trading some peace of mind, and then when you get into nursing, even more peace when you're actually working and you're not you're actually enjoying the work and stacking cash. That's what we're asking you to do. Bust it hard. Pause nursing for the 18 months. I think you can do an 18, maybe less. Then you enter into that full-time nursing job, you're debt-free. That's what we want for you. So hopefully you'll go do that. We believe you can do it, Alicia. Thank you so much for trusting us. You're going to do great. You're going to help a lot of people.
4: This is The Ramsey Show. Do you listen to The Ramsey Show for motivation? Want to know what's even more motivating? Attending a Ramsey event. If you're looking for the ultimate motivational experience focused on helping you eliminate money stress, you need to be there this weekend, May 10th and 11th, for the Total Money Makeover Weekend. When you join us at the Ramsey Events Center in Nashville, you'll learn how to create new healthy habits that will radically change the way you handle money. You can get out of debt. You can build wealth. You can have the retirement of your dreams. Me and all the Ramsey personalities will be there live in person to guide you, and we're doing live Q&As throughout the weekend so you can get your questions answered. Look, you can keep losing sleep over money stress, or you can choose to say, I've had it. If that's you, use the code 50OFF to get $50 off standard-level tickets at RamseySolutions.com events. Don't wait. It's happening this weekend.
0: Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by Dr. John Deloney. The phone number to jump in is 888-825-5225. Our scripture of the day is from Romans 12.10. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Our quote of the day, and this is fitting, uh, we lost one of the great ladies uh, in America yesterday, Rosalind Carter. President Jimmy Carter. What a couple. Yeah. I don't know how long they've been married. It escapes me right now. I want to say it's close to 70 years. I could be wrong on that. Um, Never had a chance to meet her. Mm -hmm. I had the privilege of interviewing President Jimmy Carter on the very first radio show I ever did. Crazy story about that. But uh, I don't care where you fall on the political aisle. You're talking about two of the kindest, nicest, humblest people on the planet. It was sad to see that Rosalind Carter passed away. Yeah, and
1: that's a couple that just dedicated their lives To serving other people.
0: Yeah, I mean, the guy's presidency, uh, you know, historically uh, arguable, people criticized him, and he did maybe his greatest work post-presidency, which speaks to the man. And she was right there with him. Anyway, great, great people. I know the people of Plains, Georgia, uh, any Georgian right now, proud uh, of of Jimmy and Hmm. and Rosalind Carter. So anyway, the quote from Rosalind Carter, do what you can to show you care about other people, and you will make our world a better place. Hmm. I think she modeled it's that. As clear as it you gets. Say? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So fantastic. All right. Let's go to Phoenix, Arizona now. Jesus, is there Jesus, how can we help?
13: Um, I had a couple major questions, but main question I did have is me and my wife are just starting on the baby steps.
1: Welcome to the cult, um, so man. We're, welcome. All right. I said welcome to this <laughs> welcome to this wild crew, man.
0: You, you threw it on the yeah, welcome. How yeah, can he we threw help? Me off. He threw Sorry, me off. man, you're Sorry. doing great. You Thank you're you. doing I'm great. I'm
1: excited to have a new gang member, dude. It's awesome. <laughs>
13: <laughs> <laughs> so what what we want to try to do is um, and st- I know in Baby Steps One it's said to do a thousand dollars in emergency fund. And me, I've done debt collections, customer services sales for ten years. Uh, my wife, she doesn't know anything about how well to do her finances because I've helped her whenever she moved down here. To Arizona, but now we're just starting with the baby steps. We're already married. We've been married for over two years now, um, been together for over 10 in general. So whenever we started, um, we're kind of debating the thousand to save into a savings account and leave that alone for emergencies. And our mind, we want to try to at least do, uh, at least a month or three months worth of all of our bills into one uh, for savings for that total amount, and then start with the snowball or the avalanche effect to paying off our debts.
1: How much do you owe, man? Uh,
13: grand total, uh, about 67000 What do you make? Uh, both of us together, 72000 Okay, so you... We have benefits. We have certain benefits of... Our company that we do because we both work at the same place, we um, we carpool, so it saves us money. Sure. Uh, we also get other benefits like an extra twenty dollars per, you know, forty dollars for us for a Walmart runs since you have those. Um, but in regards to that, we're just trying to debate where to start and what to start with. Yeah.
1: So, um, I you. The fact that a twenty dollar benefit is something that you guys hang your hat on—it's not—it's not a bad thing. That tells me how much you're treading water. And when I look at sixty-seven in the hole and seventy-two, y'all are y'all are leveraged almost dollar for dollar. Like your chest is pretty tight, isn't it?
13: Uh, somewhat, but. It changed. We've actually originally changed a lot of that. I used to do over-the-road truck driving. Okay. So I used to easily make fifteen to $2,000 a week. Okay. And that was nothing. My wife would be at home. She would work. Or we would go on vacation together, technically her vacation, my job. Okay. So we'd go over the road, five months, that kind of thing. I did have a truck, an old Dodge Ram that I used to have, uh, that was... $858 per month. So I got rid of it, traded in for a new vehicle that I purchased a couple months ago and took that out of the equation where it's not 858 a month. Now it's 437 a month instead of so, you know, saving me about a couple hundred bucks.
1: It does, but you're still playing a month-to-month game. And so for the baby mm-hmm. steps to work, you have to literally throw out everything you know this is not a math problem and what I would suggest to you with all due respect like high five like I'll buy the next round like so I'm not that's not me talking down to you it's just two dudes across the table from each other at the bar right mm-hmm. the way you've done it hasn't worked. And so when you think of only having a thousand bucks in an emergency that should scare you to death it's it's intentional because we're not doing a math game here we're doing a psychology game. Because the math game is so rigged in all of these other businesses' favor that a $20 shopping credit to Walmart makes you feel like a benefit. Or, hey, I went from an $800 payment down to a $400 payment. Look who's winning now. And I'll tell you, the finance department at the car dealership that's selling you depreciating assets continues to win. And so when, I say, when we say $1,000... That is in case like a tire blows. That's in case something. We just need to hobble down the road as fast as you can. And what we're doing is we're, we're – that's why we, we say smallest to largest, a snowball the, the snowball method here. We're not looking at the avalanche stuff and what do you have the highest interest rate and all that nonsense because that's a math game, and math games don't work. Look at America. We're broke. The only game yeah. that works is a psychology game, and if you pay off one little bitty credit card, you're you're you see a, the light at the end of the tunnel gets a little, tiny little bit brighter. And then you pay off the next one, you pay off the next one, and you get a ad in the paper, and you're or in the mailbox, and you're like, forget this. And you get the next one, and you start to get these little bitty wins, and that's little wins are the key to psychological health. It's the key to marriage health. It's the key to financial health. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. you thinking you went from eight hundred to four fifty, like you you won, you you technically improved your financial position. A car dealership still owns my friend Jesus, because if you don't want to, yeah. if you get and sick tomorrow, they're gonna want their money. And if your boss says, "Hey, I need you to cut some corners and do something a little bit shady," they want their money. And if they don't, mm-hmm. they're gonna come to your house and take your car from you. See what I'm saying? So we're yes. like Ken and I, Ramsey, we're playing a whole different ball game. And that is how what is the quickest path to absolute freedom? Nobody owns Jesus. Period. That's what we're aiming for. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Totally different ball game. Right. And we've helped yeah, so millions the with and the millions tactic
13: is trying to basically ping-ping some of the stuff that we can provide, but also you know, hey, you know, you only have this as an emergency fund. All the rest, you need to get rid of.
0: That's
11: right. You need to right. get
13: rid of that car. You need to get rid of that SUV. Now payment. you're talking. You need to get rid of the motorcycle payment. You now you're talking.
1: All that. Jesus, hey,
13: yeah, here's what happened. I already paid off my um, my uh, student loan debts already whenever I was doing over the road. Excellent.
1: Excellent. Good work, loss. man. So you got it in, you dude. You got it. You just got to get it. You got to start following a plan. Yeah.
0: Here's what happens. Mm-hmm. There, The, the intensity that you have to run with after this debt Uh, and the intentionality of the baby steps together come to, it gives you tremendous, tremendous momentum. And here's the deal. Let me just answer this practically too because if you have to dip into that $1,000 emergency fund, uh, you have to wipe it out and then build it back up. There's going to be some life emergencies. But, it's the intentionality and the intensity that you have to get after it, which is what you win the day. So it's you don't try to game the the process. The reason Dave put it in place like this right. is because statistically it works.
1: Hey, Jesus, you're a guy that goes to the gym every day and you lift every day. Here's what you need. You need a plan that you can follow because you're already in it. You can do it. Hang on the line. We're going to give you Financial Peace University online lessons as our gift. And we're going to hook you and your new wife up with every dollar, the greatest budgeting app on planet Earth. I want you to watch these videos, follow them to the letter. And my brother, you're going to be debt free. Okay? Go get them.
0: Good stuff, Dr. John Deloney. I'm Ken Coleman, James Childs, and all the guys in the booth. Thank you guys for keeping us on the air. And America, thank you for tuning in. We do this for you. It is The Ramsey Show.
1: Dr. John Deloney here, mental and emotional health challenges, broken relationships, it's all just part of life, but they don't have to define you. The Dr. John Deloney Show is here to help. It's a caller-driven podcast where you can get practical advice on dealing with anxiety, loneliness, depression, relationship challenges, your kids, and so much more. Listen to questions from our callers, or if you're walking through a tough situation and need some help, give me a call. You were never meant to do life alone, and that's what this podcast is all about. Follow along on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or the Ramsey Network app. Remember, you're worth being well.